0: Yeah Yeah Pro Fan Sports Podcast Let's get it Pro fan Tune into the program yeah. Every single week get the dope fam Sean on the mic very flat too you know Keep you updated That's what we do yeah, Pro yeah. fan Tune into the program Pro fan Tune into the program Pro fan hey. Tune into the program Yo, yo, what it do, y'all? It's your boy, John Altidore, with Pro Fan Sports Podcast, and I'm here with my boys, as always, Vlad and Barry. What's good, fellas? Yeah, what's going on,
1: everybody? Welcome to episode seven. Episode seven? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Episode seven, baby. Here we are. Let's get it.
0: We're going in strong, man. Shoutouts to all the pro fans out there, all the people that are tuning in every single week, listening in on our podcast and providing feedback and reposting it uh, wherever you're at. I see a lot of reposting on social media, Shout out to those people And if you want to Follow us on social media On Instagram Our Instagram's actually popping So go to uh, On Instagram's At profans underscore sports Facebook We're popping We actually got A thousand people on Facebook What as of yesterday? Yes that's right As, as of as yesterday of last night That's right We got A thousand people on Facebook So shout out to the people the, the Facebook community You know Keep them coming We know everybody's welcome Yes um, uh, We're on YouTube Catch these videos live If you're watching on YouTube Thank you for tuning in Thank you for subscribing Subscribe to us Because it helps out The channel tremendously man that said what's going on with y'all fellas y'all good i'm good man yeah. Being,
2: um trying to get trying to get through this quarantine yeah no
0: nah, it needs to be over quick you yeah. know um and i know barry's going through the same stuff right yeah
2: absolutely
1: i mean what can we really do but just continue to keep pushing
0: right um i actually think april i mean we're, we're in may now right may yes yeah when a brand new month yeah right right may the 30. effects of the rona you don't know what what time period you're in right, um, half right, the time right. but i felt like um april went that by pretty quick though uh, April came through and was out of there, man. You know, I don't know if it's because we're adjusting to, like, quarantine life or something like that, but April was definitely quick for me because we're already, like, tomorrow's April 4th, four- I mean, May 4th already, you know, so I feel like it's moving. Um, weather's yeah. getting nice.
2: Yeah, the weather's getting to be nice. Um, yeah. I felt of March stayed around a long time just because Because it just hit. Yeah, quarantine was new and we we're just trying to get used to it. April went by faster than March. Not fast, but faster than March. Um, I'm hoping for a quick May, um...
0: Hopefully things get better. Yeah, man. Hopefully things get better. Last week we had um our longest podcast up to date. That was like two hours. So <laughs> wow, that is pretty long. We had a lot to talk about. So if you if you stayed and and listened to the whole thing, man, we appreciate you. We love you. You know, just just keep tuning in. Keep yo. I've seen some people actually rocking the the pro fan sports t shirts now. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: right. I was just gonna say I've seen that too. I know, uh, but my closest friends Lisa just actually ended up uh, taking a picture of it and sending me a pic of her wearing it. So I definitely gave her a shout-out on the Facebook page. I want to give her a shout-out on the show as well for, for doing that. That's definitely much appreciated and pretty awesome and dope that she was, you know, rocking our ProFins uh, sports podcast gear. So it's kind of crazy, right? Definitely big shout-out to her. It is, I know. It is kind of crazy. People that are already, we just came out with this gear and they're already wearing it. Right off
0: the rip. So, yeah, I saw um, that yeah. on um on the Facebook. Yeah. And then um, a couple people I'm friends with actually saw it and they sent me pictures. So I got pictures. Oh, they saw that post.
1: That yeah, I did yeah. Got yeah. The page. You're like, oh, I want to post
0: too. You know. So <laughs> um, so shout outs to uh, Janae. She got she got a shirt and then shout outs to Rita um who got I think she got a shirt and um socks. Oh, who got the socks. Yeah, too. yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. But like. As of right now, it's just the women. So, we need the guys to jump on here and start getting some gear. And right. We need the fellas to
1: right? hold their bug And yeah,
0: yeah. We'll Hold it down, fellas. You know, the ladies killing y'all. So, Fact, purchase exactly. that. Um, you know, we're, you can get our merch on. Um, what is it? Redbubble.com slash people slash profan sports. And we got a lot of stuff. You know, shower curtains notebooks whatever you need man it's on there so check it out sure right, um, and
1: um try to cut off my boy do one for the fellas because i know the ladies have been rocking out gear and uh and purchasing it uh but boy oh yeah, and, uh, yeah dj b-dog also yeah, yeah. got his t-shirt as well he got a he got a, sh- a pro fans uh podcast shirt too so i want to give him a shout out to Brandon dj b-dog dennis yeah and he's definitely been doing his thing as well on uh he does a Facebook live video. Yeah, yeah, F40 I seen that too. Every uh Friday, um at, from eight to ten on, on FB. So de- definitely check that out if you're looking to hear some good music and good vibes. Big
0: tunes. Yeah, yeah no, I, no, big I, big I was tunes, actually yeah, um yeah. checked in I think on Friday, um when you posted it and I usually check it out. He's a he's a cool dude and he supports yeah, yeah. on Instagram. So get us on there, man. Um but let's move on though. Hey, last week was Pretty crazy. We had a lot to talk about because obviously a lot of stuff happened, right? The draft came and a lot of things happened, surprises, non-surprises. Um, and I think throughout the local news as fans, as you're seeing, there's a lot of stuff going on with Jared Stidham. You know, so I just wanted to touch up on the Patriots and the draft that they just had. Probably like some important stuff that's going on. And as well as like the, the I guess the message they're trying to get across because you know how the Patriots are. They control the narrative and... Whatever they want out there is exactly what's going to go out there. So um, I saw a lot of stuff about Jared Stidham being the guy. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on ESPN. There's a lot of local guys doing it. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys think you guys think the guy is the future?
2: I don't know. I, I really don't know just because we haven't seen a, seen a lot from him. Um, I think, like you said, there's a lot out there talking about him being the guy. Mm-hmm. And maybe he is the guy. Just um, people talking about some of the training that he's been through. Um, some of the quarterback gurus that he's worked with, um, and also people talk about his relationship his family's relationship with Belichick's um, relationship, yep. and they're supposedly pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the only thing that might tell me he's the guy is the way the Patriots have approached the draft and the off season. They didn't draft um, a player in the in in the draft. They signed a couple undrafted um, quarterbacks and. That tells me either they didn't see anybody in the draft that they like or they don't think – they believe um, Stidham is the guy and they don't want to challenge him with a new quarterback that's either going to, I don't know, throw him off or something like that. Also, um, Indy Dalton was a free agent and they didn't pick him up. They didn't go after him. Oh, he him. gone. Yeah, he's gone now. He's out of there. Yep, yep. Yeah, he yeah, signed he coming with the, um, the Cowboys, which we'll touch up on a little bit later. Um that, show, that tells me that Belichick has um, some confidence in Stidham and that they'll be able to, um, I don't know, make him the next guy. Also, um, the other thing too, the, the Patriots signed Will Hastings. He's a slot receiver. He used to play with Stidham um, a couple of years ago. So that tells me that they're trying to give him weapons that he's familiar with. Um, even though I don't think the Patriots made a lot of moves on offense, most of their moves were on defense. Um so they they're gearing up for selim to be the guy they also signed um Brian Hoyer will which at whom i think we know he's not gonna start we know what Brian Hoyer is he's been in the league way too long he's do we know he's not gonna year. start excuse me
0: do we know he's not gonna start because
2: well i'm i'm speaking from my point of view i just okay. don't think i just don't think um he's that he's that starting um caliber quarterback that we need. So I don't think the Patriots are, even if the Patriots are making it seem like he's going to be competing with Jets to them, I just don't think that's really that's really what's going to happen. I think the Patri- the way the Patriots are setting this up, they're setting it up for Stidham to be the guy um, for the foreseeable future.
0: Right. Um, okay, Barry, you got anything?
2: Yeah. Um, I was
1: just going to say that's really what it's starting to seem like with all the talk and the chatter that's uh Gone on and transpired this week that, you know, from the Patriots' perspective, in there, and uh, they you know, making it seem like they pretty much have all the confidence in the world in Jared Stidham, and that they really strongly believe that he's most likely going to be the starting QB1 uh, in week one of uh, the 2020 season in September. I've yep. uh, been hearing that they even. Went as far as to say that they even like him more than Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's a very strong uh, and bold statement. Particularly since we all know how much the Patriots did like Jimmy Garoppolo, particularly Big Belichick. He was the biggest Jimmy G fan, and that was his guy. He was supposed to be the next quarterback to you know be the successor of Tom Brady when you know Brady was uh, you know. Supposedly, but when they thought he was going to drop off and decline, and they were going to able to easily make that transition, and already have the next guy in place. So, but unfortunately, that didn't happen as planned for them. So, uh, you know, there's certainly been you know a lot of people that have come out and said that they you know you know from the Patriots organization that they believe he's you know suited and uh you know and, and ready to up for the challenge and you know and that the moment's not gonna be too big for him. Uh his former college coaches come out and said that uh he thinks that he's, you know, best fit for this situation to be the quarterback. Uh even Dan McCourty came out on his podcast double coverage this um past week and said that he thinks highly of Stidham and that he thinks that Stidham is ready to take that next step and be uh you know the next guy and the next you know franchise QB for the Pats uh and you know they haven't been aggressive as we know in the QB market pretty much every quarterback that's been available to them they haven't really budged and uh and really made any sort of move in order to pursue any quarterbacks that even as far as I have heard also ignored calls from other
0: quarterbacks' agents, that I tried to reach out to them, seen
1: and they pretty much just disregarded those calls, or if they did get back to the agents, they said, oh no, we're all set, we, we got, got our guy. guy that we have at uh, the quarterback position right now, so that pretty much says a lot, and kind of goes to show that they really believe that, you know, Stidham is, you know, most likely going to, you know, to be the next starting quarterback. I mean, I'm sure they're not just going to hand him the job. That's not who Bill Belichick is and how he runs his football team. You know, he's always wants to make sure that, you know, the guys that he has on the 53-man roster, they earn their spot and that they're the best guys for, you know, for the team and and, and for the position. Uh, so we'll see how that Uh, goes, you know, as we head closer into the season and get closer to training camp and the, the preseason because those will definitely be big um, factors and, and and really be decided as far as whether, you know, is going to be the quarterback or whether it's going to be someone else. I agree with Vlad that I don't think I'm not buying this narrative that, oh, Brian Orr has a chance for the starting position and that he can compete with Stidham for the job. Like, no, that's, not why Brian Hoyer is here. That's Brian. We already know who Brian Hoyer is. He's not gonna be the starter, and I don't want to see him as the starting quarterback of the Patriots this season. Uh, he's here to pretty much be a backup and a mentor to Stidham and kind of help, uh, you know, Jared Stidham grow and get him ready for, uh, you know, for the position of a starting quarterback in the in the NFL. So, right. Um. Uh, I think that, that that's what it is right, right now. I'm excited and looking forward to seeing uh, how, you know, James Stidham develops and how he grows and whether he can uh, rise up to the challenge and actually prove to everybody that he can be that guy because we don't know anything yet. No one knows anything uh, as far as whether he's, you know, ready or not. I'm sure even the Patriots don't fully know. They think they know, but they don't quite just know yet whether he's you know ready to step up to the plate and uh and, and ready to be a starting quarterback in this league
0: yeah so clearly barry's been doing his homework and <laughs> been thinking about this whole situation i think we all are as patriots fans because hey man the greatest quarterback of all time just up and left town so you know it's a different different era um i think i've been a cautious advocator for jared Sitam on this show on the pro fan sports podcast um, I think I've been watching, well, we've all been watching the Patriots for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think we watch, if you're a Patriots fan, you're watching the preseason games too, because there's nothing more exciting around here than gearing up and seeing who's going to actually make the team. You know, we take, we take the sports very seriously around New, New England, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that said, I think the Patriots don't actually like play with people, right? They're not, they're not a team that's just going to like play with like the narrative in the media. Right, they like their guys and they go with their guys. They don't care, you know. They they'll spend a second round draft pick on people like Mohamed Sanu just because <laughs> that's what they value him at. They don't care what it is. That's what they're gonna do. Right. With that said, I think Jared is definitely the guy. Um, like I said, I've been watching the preseasons for a long time, and I saw Garoppolo in the preseasons, and I didn't get that that feeling like in the preseason, like in his first preseason anyway. I did not get that feeling like yo, this guy could be all right, you know what I'm saying? Um, And to see him play, like, he was the best quarterback in the preseason last year, right? The hands-down judge to was the best quarterback in the preseason last year. Yeah, I would say so. I agree with that. You know, just with everything, he was, man, he was lights out, you know? He wasn't using the whole playbook, but he could make all the throws. You could see that. He could make all the inside throws that the Patriots want him to make. Um, He had a good arm, and he's more mobile than a lot of people think, so I... I have actually went back and did some research on Jared Stidham this week just because, you know, the draft. You don't draft any quarterbacks at all. You don't sign Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, which I don't think they should sign Cam Newton anyway. But you're not even, like, calling them, you know. You're not even, you know, thinking about it. Is that what you're trying to tell us? So, I think that says a lot about Jared Stidham and how he's been playing. And listening to his teammates, you know, like Devin McCourty... um, what's his name Ben Watson who was on the team just talk about the guy and you know how he's a leader um just going back and looking at his background he's played in Texas which is you know a football mecca oh yeah you know I'm saying like football is a religion out there Right, and he's been under the lights and you know it kind of like it's not similar to Tom Brady but there's like kind of like parallels if you really think about it you know everywhere he's gone he's been kind of like either somebody took over or like they didn't think he was gonna do this but then when he got on he he went lights out. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also went through some adversity. Like he's had some major surgeries. He's, came, I mean, injuries. He came. He's came back from. Um, you know. But from a lot of the stuff that I've seen, he hasn't really been given a chance to be the guy. Like you know, since his career started. You know, after high school. You know, college was up and down. He had that whole situation at Oregon with with the whole sexual scandal and stuff. You know that that hit. Um, you know, college football pretty hard. He transferred into Auburn. You know, he had one good year, and the next year he had a lot of turnovers, a lot of people dropping a lot of passes, um, not helping him out. So he fell. One thing interesting that I learned, he was in Kyle Murray's class, like, coming up, and he was ranked higher than Kyle Murray. And I think that says a lot about him. Um, wow, I
1: didn't even know that. That's He was pretty ranked impressive. higher wow, than, Kyle, than Murray. Kyle Murray. And wow, I saw wow.
0: um, comparisons between him and Justin Herbert, who went number six, and he's like neck and neck with that guy. You know what I'm saying? Really? So, um, huh. I don't think Justin Herbert's somebody that you can throw in this year. You know, I think he has to at least have a, a year on the bench. But Jared Stidham's already done that.
1: Right, right. He had his year.
0: With he's the best quarterback Lash, that's yeah. ever played the game. So, right, right. the guy also had like a 4.0 in college. You know what I'm saying? That says a lot yeah, about a the information kid. that, yeah. you know, he's a pretty smart kid. The Patriots throw a lot of information at you all the time. Yeah, um, and they expect you to know coverages. They expect you to know the defense. And you could see in the preseason last year he was moving things around. Um, I'm not saying he was perfect, and I'm not gonna say you know from from the preseason games. I know this guy's gonna play lights out. But from the preseason, I saw that the guy had real ability, right? And he's more mobile than a lot of people think. And I think um, he's gonna actually be kind of like sneaky good next year when it comes down to it. Um, speaking about Brian Hoyer, who is the backup, I think. We are definitely comfortable with him. You know, I mean, we. when I say we, I mean the Patriots are definitely comfortable with him because it's his third stint here, right? And he's never been the starter here before. So, like, I don't think at this age they're going to just, like, let's just put Brian Hoyer in because it doesn't make any sense. You've already had the kid sitting down for a year, right? Mm-hmm. You want him to have as much as, um, experience as possible. Put him in game one. Let's just go. Let's see what we got. And right. the fact that they didn't sign Andy Dalton, who actually signed with the Cowboys for a seven million dollar deal, three million guaranteed, right? Yep. You didn't sign him. You didn't even sniff him out. Nothing.
1: Right, right. They that should say
0: out. a lot, you know. And like I think we said this in a in a earlier episode where we were talking about like these guys are just not gonna come out and big up anybody, just all willy nilly. You know what I'm saying? Like Devin McCordy's not gonna come out and just say stuff about people. You know, um, Ben Watson's one of the smartest guys to play in the league, so he's not just going to say, you know, the guy's a smart kid and he gets in the playbook and he can make adjustments and move people around he has the confidence and all that stuff. So, um, I'm actually excited to see him, to see him play, um, to see him get a shot. Hopefully he doesn't get injured and I'm just ready to go. Um, I'm ready to see the the receivers that we have and I I thought he looked really good with the receivers that we do have coming back on the team, which is another thing we didn't draft receivers at all. So, um... I'm just excited uh, to see Jared Stidham, and I hope he just takes off running, man. You know, um, but like I said, Andy Dalton just signed with the Cowboys yesterday, right? Yep, that's right. Last night. Should we have taken a chance and signed him? Should we have signed him for at least a year? No, hell no. Yeah, I don't
2: think I don't think so. I don't I don't think um, I don't believe in Andy Dalton. I think his whole career he's been above average, but not great. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and I think here in New England we expect greatness and at least you have to like be good, you know what I mean I think he's above average, which is, which doesn't mean good. It just means you'll win a couple of regular season games but not not much more than that. And that's all he's done his career. He's done a lot of he's won a lot of regular season games, but he actually Has hasn't he? actually one playoff game at all.
0: Has he won a lot of playoff I mean regular season games? Yeah, he has a winning record yeah. in the regular season. I'm not even trying to be funny. I just don't pay attention no, to I'm the Bengals at funny all. Either, think, <laughs> you know, I'm like the you these guys win anything Because no, no, like, yeah, It win seems win. like they're freaking like, to fire player. every year. He has a winning record? Yeah, yeah,
2: cuz the I'm, reason why the reason why he's played so many playoff games which is four playoff games yeah. which which is a good amount of playoff games even though he hasn't won any of those games is because he's been able to win a good amount of regular season games.
0: No, that's crazy. Um, actually, that makes me respect him more because the way those teams are ran. He did have Ocho. No, was that was that Carson Palmer? No, that was, it was Carson Palmer. Palmer. That was that was. Palmer, yeah. No, no, he had AJ Green. He's yeah, had AJ Adrian Green. Green you right, know, he's right, he's right, won a few. Right. I mean, dude, there there were some years I was using the Bengals on on Madden, dude. Just going in with the Bengals, like they had some good guys. You know, Giovanni Bernard back there. You yeah. know what I mean, he, he's yeah. a good back, man. And um, who else did they have? They had a lot of. They had some good players, man. Um, they, they have a they, game game. their um tight end is, is pretty good. They brush
1: um, him. They used to have that Tyler. Now, Eifert. what's it,
0: Tyler Eifert, the freaking injury prone kid? Like every year right, he right, screws right, right. me on um fantasy. So they, you know, don't don't pick, don't pick him up, kids. Do not I, I, pick I him made, up I on fantasy. Sick
1: once and not again.
0: Yeah, yeah, never again, dude. Um, that's him and D- Delani Walker, who's a great receive, receiving tight end, but he doesn't stay on the field too much. So that's you know, if, if any advice, we're actually gonna have a show on um. The fantasy season soon, so you know yes, if I any advice I can that. give you now, don't pick those guys up—the ones we just mentioned. You know, leave them on the bench because yeah, right. they're gonna be way, riding the waiver wire y- all, all season, right? Yeah, facts, um, exactly.
2: Yeah. So to to finish up, I just I just don't think um, the Patriots had to look at him at all, um, and I'm glad they didn't, and I'm glad he signed with the Cowboys. But <laughs> <wondering>, <laughs>
1: you're
0: glad he signed with the yeah, Cowboys up, Dak Prescott should be upset.
2: Well, I'm, I'm very, that's what I was going to um, talk about. I'm very interested in how um, Dak feels about that. Because if they sign Andy Dalton... So, I actually think it's a good thing that they sign Andy Dalton because I think because Andy Dalton is not a great player, he doesn't have that winning mentality. Even if he, even if they bring him to be a, a backup, I think he's going to be okay with that. And that's the kind of attitude I didn't want with the, for the Patriots. I don't want... Somebody coming
0: in to be a deal. backup?
2: Yeah, if you're if you're coming in and you're gonna be okay being a backup, that means you will you bring no you bring almost no value to the team because we already have we already have Brian Hoyer who's gonna be mentor um Stidham. We don't need Andy Dalton to be I don't know whatever another mentor as well. So so
0: basically, like he got no backbone. Don't come over here. Exactly. That's that's you know exactly what, I mean? what I mean. We need <laughs> we need players that are trying to compete for the starting positions.
2: That's exactly how I feel.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, I definitely didn't want to see. Andy Dalton here at all, you know, um, I mean, that's a lie. One part of me, I'm like, <sighs> Jared Stidham hasn't thrown too many NFL passes, right? Um, and Andy Dalton could could be, like, you know, insurance. You know what I'm saying? Well we do have Brian Hoyer, which I don't believe in at all either, but I, I believe <laughs> okay. in Andy Dalton more than Brian Hoyer. If we're gonna yeah. have, if Andy Dalton, if I knew we could have had Andy Dalton for a year, I don't know if we'd pay him $7 million. But, um, if he came here, I don't know. I wouldn't be too mad about it. Um, I think that's just doing your homework, right? Just having a, a player that's just last year just through for thousands of yards. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, in that perspective, I'm like, would I be mad if they looked at it? No. Am, am I mad that he's not here right now? Absolutely not. Like, we don't need Andy Dalton to do shit. You know, <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> we don't need that guy for anything. So, um, that's where I'm at with it. Good luck to him. Um I don't know. We'll see what he does with Dak Prescott.
1: Yeah, um, definitely didn't want, want any parts or anything to do with Andy Dalton at all. I'm glad that the Patriots didn't look at him and that he not coming here because definitely didn't want him here anyways. I definitely think that he really didn't or wasn't going to make the team better even if he came here i would rather see them you know go with them stidham since they're in rebuilding mode now Stidman. in terms of uh where they are where they're at with the franchise i don't think he's a winning kind of quarterback but i guess we've just re- said that he wins in the regular season he's i think above what 10 games over 500 for his overall record uh which was amazing to me when i Found that out earlier this week that he had an overall record of 10 games over 500.
0: Better than Eli Manning.
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: Who's a Hall of Famer. Like, get the fuck Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable. But I certainly think that, yeah, he's an average at best quarterback in the regular season. But this man is absolutely atrocious and below average in the postseason and, and in big games, too. Like, any time I watch the Bengals and watch him play in a big game during the season against a anybody. good defense, anybody <laughs> or against a team that has a decent or, or a pretty good defense, this man absolutely does not a damn thing. Okay, like, so, and, 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 and shits the bed every time. Yeah, so like, that's, like, that's and, a no for you on Andy Dole. Yeah, Andy. yeah, yeah. All definitely, right. I know. I'm glad he's going no. to Dallas. I think that with. The the Cowboys, I don't think he's a threat to Dak Prescott. He's there to be a backup and to, you know, for one year. That's uh, it for him. He's going to be a backup for the rest of his career. Like,
0: once you go backup, you don't come back. Like, I don't, unless you're freaking Nick Foles, who like, I don't know, he pulled some magic out of his ass or something. Uh, (laughs) Because he came from starter, bench, starter, bench, start, I mean, bench, starter, win the Super Bowl, sign, and then got traded, like, I'm to like, alright, that doesn't happen. You know, right, you, know
2: right. you know who has a similar career? Who? Fitzpatrick.
0: That's, yeah, but he didn't win no Super Bowls. That's yeah,
2: true, he, he hasn't a won a championship board. yet. But he has, but he's always like, he'd be a starter for half of the year, then benched. Yep. Starter For another half of the year for <laughs> another team, then benched. Like, he's one of those guys, even though he's been a backup multiple times, he finds a way to get a starting job.
0: Yo, that guy, he's in Miami now, right? Yeah, he's still in Miami, yeah. that's right. he's probably gonna. Mentor Tua for two games and then they gonna bench his ass. Um, <laughs> he, he he only plays good when he plays the Patriots for some reason uh, because they did beat us last year, which yeah, put us shoot. in that terrible freaking position. We let that, the Miami beat us. Not only did he beat us, I think
1: he picked us apart. Dude, he threw like four hundred yards or whatever he like,
0: threw. Yeah, like, are you he, serious right now? He out like three touchdowns. I like,
1: think. yeah, yeah. Patrick Fitzpat, yeah Ryan Fitzpatrick. you Fitz... really lost. I don't no
0: freaking name, man. I'm like Patrick Fitzpatrick. <laughs> anyway dude, um, dude that guy magic. Uh, did
1: then he go to Harvard
0: he did shout out to him he's, for going he's to he's Harvard. A Harvard he's, he's a smart guy right. you know, one thing I did like about him I don't know if you guys seen after he had like one of his crazy games he threw for like 450 yards or something like that he came out and like uh, what's his name Deshaun Jackson's gear he had like the chain and then Deshaun Jackson's like, dude, he's like, Oh, yo, I'm gonna give this right back to you and <laughs> you know, the I media stuff. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't see that, no, but that, that shit is hilarious. pretty funny. He's man. like, dude, it's my clothes. He's like, All right, one more question guy I gotta give Deshaun his clothes back. Right, that was funny. Um, so so that's a no for all three of us on Danny Dalton. Should they have gone to any quarterback for the, for that matter? Should they have signed any other quarterback?
2: Um, I don't think they should assign I don't think they should sign. Um, can you, Kim and New- I don't think they should, um, sign, I don't think they should assign any dogs in which they didn't. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting that, um, I, I know this is going to be wild. Um, but I'm just, I'm just thinking, I was just thinking about it because the Packers drafted a quarterback, Philly drafted a quarterback. Um, and because, because they did that, I was just like, what if, what if those teams want to, I don't know,
0: get rid of the quarterback? Oh man, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Aaron Rodgers to the Patriots.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm not buying. No, how
0: biased. crazy would that be? I'm oh, not buying boy. that either. But like, oh, how boy. how crazy would that be? And you know, crazier things have happened. You know, um, I mean, Tom Brady's playing for the freaking. That's my bucks.
2: very point. My very point is, what if the what if Philly said they want to get rid of um, Carson?
0: Carson Bro, what if what if um, what's his name, the the quarterback they just got, just like outplays this kid? In the preseason, and he's a leader. Like, what's his name? Um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. He's a leader, dude. Like, and dude, when you hear stories that players are making shrines for Nick Foles, you know, and and Carson Wentz is your franchise quarterback, like, that doesn't look good. That's not. That's not a good look. Like, do you mean to tell me they they have shrines for the backup quarterback? Imagine if Jalen Hurts, Hurts comes in and like. Throws in some new energy in there. And kills it. And just kills it. Because I'm hearing a lot of guys don't even like Carson Wentz that much. But, you know, that, that could be media rumors. I don't want to put that out there. Because, you know, I actually like Carson Wentz. And I think he's a good quarterback. Um, You know, I think he puts himself at risk too much. Which is why he gets injured too much. And that's true. But, um, he's I, like, definitely...
2: I like Carson as well. And the reason, like I said, the reason why I brought this up, I'm just thinking Carson is a very competitive guy. And yep. one of the reasons I like him is because when he came in a couple of seasons ago, or three seasons ago, First game, he had a great game, and you were talking about how much studying he was doing. Yeah, I just like him as a quarterback.
0: Well, he's and, a good quarterback.
2: Exactly, and I know he gets injured a lot, but I don't know. Maybe that's behind him. We don't know. So, yeah. what if Jalen Hurts comes in, outperforms him? Do Do the Eagles look out to trade him, and if then, does the Patriots take a look at him? I know the Patriots likes did him, but Carson Wentz is a proven quarterback. He went, I think. He went 11-3 a couple a couple years ago. Yeah, no, no, no. And he was oh, MVP I keep telling candidate. people that,
0: you know, like, listen, man. Before Carson Wentz got injured, he was an MVP candidate that year. You know, uh, Nick Foles came in for six games, buddy. Like, he was not doing anything all year. So, Carson Wentz took on the ship, was on the way guiding him there, and then Nick Foles just finished the tour. That's all he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the Patriots defense played like shit. I um, think you need did.
2: to learn how to be uh, more careful and try not to take as many risks because as a quarterback, your best your best weapon is being available for your team. So I think you just need to... Your be best to ability
0: is it. availability. That's that's exactly. right, right. Yeah, you know to vibes. how to Bill slide. Belichick vibes. Yeah, you need to learn how to slide. You know who's the worst slider in NFL history? Ooh, RG3, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like... Oh, yeah. Yo. <laughs> like, why can't you do a simple slide, bro? Like, he'd go... To slide and almost, you know, tear his freaking meniscus. Yeah, like, bro, dude. what oh, kind of man. slide is that, dude? Like, oh, kids can slide better than this, you know? Um, right, no wonder
1: why he didn't last long with the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, started, he, right? he's, he's a backup now yeah, with the are, Ravens. Yep, to Lamar
0: Jackson, that's right. Yeah, where he belongs because he ain't getting no burn. Yeah,
2: facts. I wanted to add one more thing. What do you guys think about the possibility of Andrew Luck coming back? Um, and not only well, coming back. Not only coming back, coming to the Patriots. The Colts, if if he comes back and the Colts want to trade him, what do you, what how do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about him being traded and him being traded to the Patriots?
0: Supposedly, I don't even want to entertain that because that's not going to happen. Right, that's true. Like whoever whoever thought of that, like just stop. Okay, like (laughs) like, like, okay, Andrew Luck's gonna come back, which the Colts have his rights. Right? Yep, he's
1: still under contract. You know, and him. don't
0: kid yourself. The Colts were not happy that Andrew Luck retired the way he did. Like, I don't care who you think you are. Like, I don't care how good you think the organization is. They, those people were not happy the way he went out. No. And for him to come back and get signed by the Patriots, you're out of your freaking mind. But After I mean, McDaniels did what he did.
2: Let me ask he did, you this, though. Let me ask you this. If he, if he decides to and he says the only team I want to be traded to is the Patriots, and the Patriots are willing to give out a, I don't know, a first-rounder, why wouldn't the coach take it?
1: So you think he's going to pull a grunk? Or well, he, he could potentially much, pull a grunk?
2: Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: Nah, I, yeah, I don't, don't see, that. see that happening either. I really think he's done with football. If
2: that, if that was to happen, I also think he's done with football. I, I'm just trying to entertain the idea of his of him coming back. But he retired so young, and he's such a promising... He was such a promising talent when he came out, and even when he retired, he was still a promising talent. Um But, you know, you take a year off, you evaluate yourself, your body gets better. You don't
0: know. You can change your mind. Yeah. I don't know. I think that if, if he was to do that, he would actually go to the Colts. Like, I don't think, I don't think he'd do the Colts like that, you know, because they did let him leave with the rest of his money on the contract. So I don't think they're going to, you know, they're going to be like, bro, we let you go with that money. You ain't going nowhere. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think the, the Colts would do the same thing the Bengals did to Carson Palmer. Like, hold him hostage. You're not going nowhere. Like, we have yeah. your rights. You know what I'm saying?
2: Eventually, he ended up going somewhere.
0: He did, but like he he waited a couple years for that. That's true, not right away. He went to the Raiders, but like he had to wait a good two years or something like that before. I forgot he he
2: went to the Raiders and then to the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went to the Raiders, then the Cardinals. Um, but like that's two years of production you just like missed, bro. You know, it's just like. And now you're nowhere close to no Hall of Fame. (laughs) Maybe in the Bengals Hall of Fame or something like that, but not not the NFL. yeah, Carson Palmer, close. yo, yeah, Carson Palmer was a probably bad boy, is in man. The Bengals Hall of fame. Huh?
2: He probably is in the Bengals Hall of Fame.
0: He absolutely has to be in the Bengals
2: Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. Then again, that's
1: not saying much. So that's not saying much. Hall of Fame, yeah. That's not
0: saying much, but like got
1: not really done anything, and they don't their credentials to be in the Hall of Fame is not <laughs> really you know that that much. The standards aren't really that high. So shoot, I mean. You could save just about half of the guys could be qualified.
0: For I don't that know, that man. Him them. and him and um Chad Johnson were putting in work. They had some good years. They, they put in work for a few years now. You know, That's, pro- they didn't win anything. That Speaking of freaking thing. Chad Johnson, what's his name? Darrell Revis said that Chad Johnson is is the best route runner in, in NFL history, and um that I don't know, man. You know, I, I like Chad Johnson a lot, but. The best. He was he was really good. But I feel like if you're the best route runner in, in NFL history, you're gonna last a lot longer than what you did in this league, right? Coming to the Patriots, like that's what saved a lot of people, you know, playing for the Patriots, running precise routes, cause that's what Brady does, right? So like if you're the best route runner in history, I don't know, man. There's a few guys out there like Antonio Brown's a bad boy, man, with the routes. Oh yeah. That dude bad, okay? Oof, Isaac Bruce bad. All right. Torrey Holt was bad. Marvin Harrison? Ooh. Come on, bro. Marvin. Ooh. Anquan Bolden. Okay. Um I
1: don't know if better route runner than Ocho single, but I mean he was probably man. Man, Anquan Bolden
0: was, was up there, man. Um, what's his name? Um Steve Smith from the ooh, Panthers. Yes. Come on, bro. Ice up, son. Come on, Ice up, son. You know? <laughs> like, them dudes I'm just saying, he has competition. I don't know if he's the best route runner, and I'm not, you know, one of the best cornerbacks in NFL history either so I can't say nothing to uh, you know Darrell Revis he had to play that guy so he's the one that studied that guy and he's probably studied a lot more people than I than I have you know I've never played NFL football so you know but I, I just thought that was interesting
2: the best right one I've seen was Antonio Brown I've seen is Antonio Bro, Brown like yeah, I, think, is just, I think he's he's um, right on um, abilities are so crisp he comes off his cuts so nice like I, I just he's tap-toeing I just I've never seen that I, I, pff- but I but it, but I, I I was a fan of Chad Johnson and I thought I thought he won he runs great routes. But um, just like you said, John coming to the Patriots and he wasn't able to be as productive. So if he was the best route runner, he he would have came to the Patriots and be as good, but he wasn't. But I think Antonio Brown. If Antonio Brown has stuck with the Patriots last year, we would have oh, seen.
0: Oh, dude, they would have gotten number seven. Shoulder exactly. back shoulder passes first game right in right. uniform exactly. and Brady's like, yeah, I see. I seen Antonio. He was snapping off his cuts, you know, snapping off his brakes. I'm like, I seen that too, bro. Like, yeah, you know what doing? I too, his bye. routes, dude. You're not gonna stop that, man. And right, right. You know, I'm, I'm tired of his ass, but like, I want to see him on a, on a football field, man. You know, um, the guy, he's not, he's not killing people. He has issues. Pay your fucking bills, you know, and shut up. You know, but come back and play ball, cause right, right. that dude, he's special. You know, stop farting on people. I don't, don't know. Like, oh, He'd be doing a whole bunch of shit. Ugh, you know, real, stop real. stop throwing bag of dicks at the police. Like, or, or at his DM. Well, at, at, yeah, at his DM, yeah, yeah. like, His baby
1: moms, yeah. This dude, he's, God, he's a I'm wild boy. My head on that one. Yeah. I don't know what that dude's doing. That dude's tripping, man. But, yeah, but yeah, I feel like we need get it together. We've yeah. been off, or, off
0: topic for a while now, yeah, but we um back to to the topic of conversation. Week one, who's the Patriots starting quarterback? You guys think it's Stittum? Yeah, I think, think
2: I think based on the conversation that we just had, yeah. I can confidently say Stidham will be the um, um, week one quarterback. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd agree with, with, with that. I, You know, it's hard at this point to imagine anyone else other than Jared Stidham being the guy's his job to lose pretty much. He's in the driver's seat, so it's, it just doesn't make it sense. It comes down to, you know, how well good of a camp he can have and how good of a preseason, and, you know, and being able to prove himself that he can be a starter in this league. But, it's you know, he, he's pretty much the guy to be the starter for week one. I'd be shocked if it's anyone else.
0: He should be the starter for all preseason games going into week one.
1: Except for yeah. the last one. Remember the last yeah, one? Yeah, except for the last one. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, They're but I think the during history. the preseason, get your ass in there for, you know, a few series. You know, every game, except for the third game, you play your first half, right? But... He needs to be taking all the number one reps. He needs to take all the snaps in camp, man. All right, Brian, you've been here before. You you can wait. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly, and we already know who you are, so it's like, yeah, bro, we we, we need to, to get those reps and, and, and get that experience ASAP so we can
2: get him uh, as ready for week one as possible. Yeah, Vlad... I think um he's gonna take the first team reps for sure, mm-hmm. but they have four quarterbacks on the roster, so they're gonna have to make time for those other oh, yeah. quarterbacks to get some. Reps I, I like
0: the dude from Louisiana, the, the, Jamar Smith. Jamar Smith. I was watching his highlights. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> I think we have some people with some ability on the on the roster. To be honest with you, at four, quarterback,
2: four quarterbacks is a lot to give time to, and you know, make sure you see something in them.
0: We've so, kept four quarterbacks before too.
2: That's true. You know, the
1: last time we did keep
0: four quarterbacks? Tom Brady, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> and,
1: he, and he was the fourth guy on the
0: depth. The fourth team. guy because we, we didn't really want nobody it, else yeah. to pick him up. We're like, ah, we're just going to keep this guy. um, Because we didn't think he was going to make practice squad. So, um, Listen, Tristan, man, I think a guy
1: who became a goat didn't even think was going to be on the practice. Yeah, but,
0: yeah, to your point, man, I think the Patriots definitely are gearing up for Stidham to be the guy, right? With, with them building up the defense, um, they got some nice running backs, right? Um, I don't think they they got some nice tight ends who they're saying is could be some of the best in the draft. To it be just honest, you
1: got one from UCLA. I yeah, mean, he could definitely. Oh yeah, do I was reading things, up on that. I'm like, I, like that. He, there was there, even executives saying he could be the steal of the draft.
0: Yes, yes, GM saying that he could be the steal of the draft because he's like a pass catching ready. Quarter, I mean, um, tight end, you know, right. who doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body, right? Because he's only really started last year. Other than that, he, he had to make his way where he's at and, you know, the best receiving tight end in the, in the, in the draft this year. So I'm excited to see him. Um, but speaking of other pass catchers we have, pitchers did not draft a top-tier wide receiver, which had me thinking a lot about people like Nikhil Harry and how, hey, man, this year he's the number one receiver. So um, right now... You know we got Nikhil Harry. He's probably set to, to explode in the numbers as a number one receiver. Maybe we'll see. Over oh, Julian? Um, Ju- Julian Edelman. I don't think Julian Edelman is a number one receiver. Um, what <laughs> he was last year. Um, last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah, he Jones had no choice. We had That's no true. choice. <laughs>
1: Not sure they didn't have any receivers last Listen,
2: year. Listen, <laughs> like
0: I love Julian Edelman. He's one of the best receivers in the league, in my opinion. One of the best route runners. Speaking of route running, oh, yeah, Ian yeah, Edelman, bro. I, How like, you forget about Drew you know, I forgot about him. Running. Like, dude, that Did guy, he's be- made his bread and butter off of route running. Okay. Everything he is, everything he was to Tom Brady was route crisp, route running. Fact. He knew exactly where to be at all time. That's what route running is. Okay. Um, but the Patriots didn't draft a, a wide receiver. So. Um, I don't know if this is like a, a, vote of confidence for the receivers we do have, or, you know, Bill Belichick is bitter and he's like, I'm going to show you Tom Brady. I'm going to do it with these receivers that I had from last year. Anyway, you know, without you, um, or, um, is it the fact that we just believe or Bill Belichick believes in, in, in that room? What do you guys think about think,
2: that? Um, so I think, so one of the things I read this week was this draft wasn't, was one of the, the deepest draft draft for wide receivers. Um, so that did shock me that the pitchers didn't draft a receiver. Yeah. But I think one of the reasons why they didn't is because Belichick wants the, to win by running the ball and by defense. And hey. I think because we don't have somebody anymore, no matter how much confidence you can have in Siddham, he's still a, basically a Yeah, So I think Bill Belichick wants to help him as much as possible. And I think the way Belichick wants to do that is through the defense into the running game. So I think that's one of the reasons why we didn't draft a wide right receiver.
0: Yeah. Um so, you guys think Nikhil Harry is set to be the number one receiver?
2: You want to talk about that,
0: Barry? <laughs> uh, Barry, Barry seems like he has reservations for this. Uh, like, so, what's going on, Barry? Is, I, is he? I mean, I, I
1: don't know. I, I don't think he's quite ready to be a number one receiver just yet. Uh, I'd have to see how he, he does in camp and in the preseason because I wasn't really too impressed with what I saw. From him last year, I get that he missed half the year due to that ankle injury and uh, missed the first eight weeks on IR because of that. Uh, and, you know, pretty much when he came back from that, he, uh, you know, really you know didn't play as well as expected. Uh, so, and I felt like there's, you know, quite a few things that he definitely needs to work on, especially on his route running, as, you know, we just talked about, uh, you know, good route runners and uh and how important that is be, being a receiver to be able to run good Chris routes. I think that's certainly a big part of his game that he definitely needs to improve on and I hope that he is working this off season to improve that and uh so that he can be ready for camp and for, for the preseason. Uh but I'm not sold quite yet on him being the number one uh receiver and being the lead guy. Um yeah. on the rece- on the on the receiving core but I mean, I think he's gonna have to be because then again, who really else is there that could have that potential to be the number one guy really outside of Jules? Uh, you know, but you know, Jules is like you said, probably a good complementary receiver, probably a good number two guy. You don't want to use him up too much, um, and he's you know a year older now, so. Than the last year, so uh, definitely you know we want to see one of the younger guys step up to be in that role. Uh, But I'm not quite so sure if Nikhil Harry is there yet. I hope he is, uh, you know, ready to take that next step and be the number one guy because he did have good rapport with Stidham uh, in the preseason last year. So I hope he can continue that, uh, you know, and you know, and then develop with Stidham and be better. Because I heard that they drafted Nikhil Harry for the next guy. They didn't draft him. Tom Brady. He was drafted I mean, for the next quarterback when they drafted him last year at the 32nd pick. So I'm hoping that he can, you know, live up to uh, being, you know, that, you know, first round pick that we got last year, and um, you know, be a productive
2: uh, receiver uh, for this upcoming season.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. What do you think about that? You think he's number one? You think he's number one material?
2: Nah, I, I think he is number one material. Ooh. I just don't think that's gonna be this year. Maybe, maybe toward the the other half of the year, but I just think the way the Patriots' offense is set up is not set up for the receive the the wide receivers to be the number one receivers. The way it's set up is set up for the um, inside the slot receivers to be the number one receiver. So I think if anything, Julian Edelman is still gonna hold that spot. Um, I do I do worry about Julian. I think he's. I think like um, Barry said he's one year older so he's oh. gonna be 34, 35 this 34, year
0: 34, yeah did you yeah. see him last year dude like after every catch somebody hit him he's like ugh yeah, I'm like dude, yo dude, dude, <laughs> dude, dude, you dude, know up last year. like after every hit he woke up it's like ugh right, right. I'm like yo get this guy off the field bro yeah, Like yeah, this yeah. guy is hurting yeah he yeah, put so him last I year th- hurt. I
2: don't I, I think he might not be as productive but you never know um, and also we have Mohammed Sanu so I think Mohammed Sanu is gonna be um, helping out, I, I don't think Mohamed is um, number one ca- caliber as either. Mm-hmm. I just think he's going to be helping out with the offense. I think Junior Newman still is going to be number one. Nikhil Harry is going to be on the outside. Um, and I think he's going to get better and he's going to get more acclimated to sit them. And I think Mohammed Sunu is going to come in and help. Um, I know we signed Marquis Lee. I don't know if he's going to make the team. If he does, <laughs> I don't he think so. Either. Yeah. I think I don't he's part of no the first...
0: Wave of cuts that I happens think, here.
2: If he does make the team, then he'll be able to help as well. I think it's gonna be a committee kind of thing be. this year. Um, we'll see. We'll see who who um Sidon becomes. You know, connected to.
0: Yeah, uh, I like Nikhil Harry a lot, man. Uh, from last year, seeing him get get picked first, seeing all his highlights. Big body receiver can go up and make contested catches against anybody. High points the ball. Athleticism off the charts. He's a, he's a big dude, you know, um, and I think to your point, what we were talking about, I think he could be a number one receiver because of what he does. He does a lot of, he gets a lot of yak, you know, yards after catch, right, and if we're running the ball a lot, I think there's going to be a lot of design plays where he's he's coming in on sweeps, you know, um, doing a lot of quick passes at the line of scrimmage, and, you know, he's a yards after the catch guy, so I think... Um, McDaniels definitely going to scheme up some stuff for him because he tr- he was doing that at the end of last year, right? And if we're thinking about last year, if you were paying attention to preseason every day, they were talking about Nikhil Harry making somebody look stupid on the field by like you know an over the head catch or something, you know, just like snagging balls out of the air. I don't know if that's like the beat writers just like trying to get us hyped up about guys, but I don't see that about everybody. Um, and I think he's he's just built for that. You know, maybe he's not going to be it at at the beginning of this year. But I think by the end of the year, he's going to be like – I'm hoping he's the clear-cut number one guy because I think Julian Edelman could do what he does. He, he's good on the outside and inside. Um, but, you know, there's nobody more more battle-tested than Julian Edelman going in on the inside. That guy sure, that guy's absolutely. taking some of the biggest hits I've ever seen out of a freaking slot receiver and just, like, got up and kept going. You know, he's right, he's right. no Wes Welker. you know, getting concussed like every other right, – <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that dude, like, especially in the Super Bowl against – Cam Chancellor, oh yeah, like, he got that, up and but, kept running. Oh, I'm yeah. like, yo, this dude definitely has a concussion. They're not taking him out of the game. Like, <laughs> like right, it's a right. Super Bowl. We're not taking him out of this game because that guy didn't know where he was. Right, like, right. You could easily tell. You could tell that. Oh, he yeah, didn't know where he was. Um, that, was a,
2: that was a big catch too. We thought oh, that catch Oh, that was huge. Big catch.
1: That was huge.
0: Oh, Julian Ellman has had some of the best catches I've ever seen in league history like
2: in the in the super bowl too
0: not even super, just super bowl like in league history like his super bowl catch was probably one of the best catches in, in NFL history period right like facts. you know shoe shoe string catch right there he's like no i got it look like <laughs> yo all that he's like no i got it <laughs> like yo he's like you got to believe i'm like yo this guy he's unbelievable you know shout out to Jules man um, yeah Day 11, he, he he's it's worked real. he's worked his way where he's at man and hopefully Nakia Harry can can come through and take over. Um, I'm hearing he's actually working with a footwork guru in the NFL who people like D Hop has trained with in the past. Really? And um, D Hop and I think um, Tyreek Hill works with the same guy. Oh, wow! So he's he's working on his craft, you know, um, getting his footwork down because that was his thing um, as a rookie. Just like his foot was not setting him up to, like, get to where he needed to get, right? Like, because there's a lot of technical reads you can do as a cornerback to jam, jam guys up. You know, they know certain techniques to stop you from getting to where you're trying to get, getting into your breaks and stuff like that. So he had a hard time in the beginning of the year, Um, and Gilmore shut that down every time, right? And I think he's learned from Gilmore, and him coupled that with him working on his footwork all offseason, Um. I think I think he, he will come off a lot more aggressive. And the fact that Jared Stidham was using him all, all preseason last year, and now he's the quarterback. So, like, he knows his go-to guys. I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to go see Jacoby Myers, right, which, which brings us down to um, what, what the Patriots receiving depth chart looks like. So, right now we have Quincy Adebay, Joe. I don't know who that is. Who the heck is that? I have no No idea. I've never even heard of that. that. Did that even make the news? I don't know who that is. Yeah. All right. Mean, probably um, some
1: practice squad guy that right. picked up. Or, we have uh, from like the Jets or, or from some from some like, like, like team that like is, is trash. Yeah. I have no idea. Never right. heard
0: Right. Insert Snoop Dogg meme right here. Who? Like. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um. They have Demir Bird. I don't know who that is either. Okay. Well,
1: he played with like the Cardinals last year.
0: Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! They signed him. They signed him. I remember yeah, yeah. that he did make the news, so but, but. he has some sort of name. And then we got you know the big guns, Julian Edelman. You know he's a staple in in New England. Nikhil Harry, the up and comer. Marquise Lee, the injured kid from, the ja- from Jacksonville. We got one of my favorites, Jacoby Myers. I liked him all last year, man. I'm like that that kid could ball. Like he's one of those that's not like he's not like athletic enough to run like a four three, but he knows route running so well. Like he he gets in the windows. He needs to get into to make those passes. Like he made the team because of Jared Stidham last year. Right, right. Like without Jared Stidham, he doesn't make this team last year, right? Because you saw how Tom Brady was using him. Jacoby, my, I mean not Jacoby Myers, Gunner Ose- Osefsky. I like Gunner too. I like his attitude. Um, I like them. You know, I you know I like the the little white guys that come I wasn't in. And, too impressed. You know, you wasn't. I don't hey, know, man.
2: He, he was he was okay. You wasn't
0: impressed either. No, I
2: wasn't impressed. Oh, I wasn't wow. impressed yeah. with Olshensky
0: uh, or Myers. Gunner, I'm your only fan. Send me a jersey. Um,
1: <laughs> I thought Myers had a good preseason, but and probably only had, like, I think, a good game or two in the regular season. Yeah, because like, Tom Brady I wouldn't was freaking was right, use him. Right, right, right. That's truly...
0: Tom Brady wouldn't pass him the ball. I mean, he made him. a couple mistakes, bro. Like, he's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Don't. Huh?
2: Don't make those mistakes. Listen, man. Listen. (laughs) All
0: right. All the the other rookie receivers get a chance to make mistakes. I don't know why ours can't. You know what I mean? I don't know why why we expect them to come in and be like a 10 year vet. It's like, bro, he's a rookie. we try to win. I know we're trying to win, but like other teams do it. You know?
2: Nah, not not as much as we do. Listen, Patrick Mahomes was ripping
0: it with one of those rookies last year. Say that again? Patrick Mahomes was throwing it to the rookies last year. Um, uh, to Harmon, right? Yes, yeah, to Harmon. He was yeah. good. Um, what's his name from from Baltimore? Jackson. He was throwing to uh, Brown last year. He yeah, was all good. Brown, yeah. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson throwing what? to DK Metcalf, bro. They're gonna make mistakes. You still gotta use your chips, bro. Like if 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 you're not throwing them in the game to make mistakes, how are they gonna gain experience, bro? You know what I'm saying? So next time, don't do that. But don't stop throwing the practice. kid the ball.
2: You need to work hard in practice and show that you can. Catching in practice, then I thought to you. In okay, the game. Well, Bill Belichick. I'm just. I'm just I know you play devil's advocate, and I'm just like,
0: that stuff pisses me off. I'm like, bro, how are they supposed to learn? It's like, I'm dude, just joking, obviously. I know you are. I'm like, <laughs> I, think,
2: I think, um, I think, I do think because Brady was a quarterback, it just puts a level of um pressure on you that makes you make mistakes and. And uh, the amount of mistakes you make is reduced to, like, a minimum. I don't think it makes you make
1: mistakes. I think your
2: mistakes... I think now that Brady's gone, I think the margin for error is going to be a little bit bigger. And I think those guys are going to get more chances.
0: I don't think you make more mistakes, right? I I think um, what happens is your mistakes are magnified more because you're playing with Tom Brady. Yep. Alright? Because there's a lot of guys making other mistakes on other teams, but you don't see them as like headline news every day. How do you feel about your receiving corp, Tom Brady? That was all year last year, bro. It's like yeah, yeah. these guys are rookies, man. Like, what do you expect? You know, letting let Nikhil Harry mess up. Let him mess up on a route here and there, okay? If you know, if it's not like that bad, bro, throw him throw them the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Brady, you know, no offense, but like you didn't come out throwing the ball like you were doing in two thousand seven. All right? Antoine Smith was running the ball in 2000, 2001, one, two thousand and two. Like they had backs running the ball. Corey Dillon came in to take the, the workload. He ran for what, sixteen hundred yards yeah. that year. Right? He went off. That so year. Like, dude, you wasn't you wasn't the guy that you were always, right? I think sometimes people forget that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, but I think Brady showed enough that they trusted him to put to keep him on the team and put him in those situations. We're talking about the greatest quarterback that ever done it. So obviously he's gonna hide he's gonna get more chances to improve i think those guys need to get chances to improve um but i think with
0: the listen we with, we the drafted the, the guy was, we drafted him 199 i don't think we knew like he was going to be no, a I'm not we, you know, know what i'm saying
2: I, i'm not saying we knew i think he he he's shown them that he's committed and that he works hard and he wanted to be great and i think that's why they kept him i'm not saying we knew what he
0: was bro he the receivers like were staying after practice to catch balls it's like yeah, you're he, not here he, all he off season he, bro you're not here all off season you're not even practicing with us. We got Jared Stidham. Like, when do we have times to make mistakes with you, other than in real games? Or
2: in training yeah. I don't know. I think I'm I'm gonna trust Brady's judgment <laughs> in seeing what he sees in practice and either knowing that that's gonna work or that's not gonna work.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's move on. He he, he pissed me off last year. I, that's all I'm saying. He pissed me off right, a little yeah, bit. All right,
2: yeah. Let's let's move on. We have a lot a lot more to talk oh about. Oh my God, we've been that.
0: talking about this for like. At least an hour, right, right? right? And we got a lot more to talk about. But Devin Ross is the next person on there. I don't know who that is, and then Mohamed Sanu, um, who we have in our depth chart. I don't know who's going to make the team next year, but we know Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, um, and Mohamed Sanu will be at least the four guys making the team. You know, other than that, everybody else is on the bubble, and we'll see what happens with them, yeah. right? Um, other than that, more NFL news: Alex Smith leg injury. He was talking about some nasty stuff. He had. A leg injury well first of all he had that gruesome leg um injury and then had surgery for it and then he developed a bacteria a flesh-eating bacteria um in the area where he had the surgery which sounds pretty scary to me man oh
1: absolutely yeah yeah you know, he almost I killed him room. he almost died and uh yeah and lost his life but because of because of that yeah he had to have an emergency um uh, surgeon emergency surgery just so that you know
0: he could stay alive and you know and, and have and, you know have his life that's crazy over back
1: yeah i know it was a pretty intense and surreal and terrifying uh situation to say the least
0: yeah we'll see what happens to him does he does he even like get to play in the league again you think so he... I,
2: read, I read the whole i heard i read the whole piece that they wrote about his leg and it, it was pretty scary he had 17 surgeries oh yeah seven to to get everything nice and normal in nine days straight they went into his leg to cut they cut um muscle um skin tissue just to get rid of the bacteria That's they, it was scary. Yeah. um and i think i think last week or beginning of this week i was hearing people say oh should the pictures look at alex smith or and a lot of people were saying no he's just not ready there's no way he's gonna be ready to play like Still. Yeah. Huh? No, Still. because the injury yeah, the injury was so bad. If you look at some of the pictures after the surgery, it something's like you're like, "Yo, cut the cut cut the leg and just you know let him live." Like it just it, it looked that bad. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: I'm like I didn't I didn't look at it because I'm like a chicken. You know I don't like I don't watch shows like the ER and you know people cutting. Like I'm like uh-uh, I don't yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. I'll just read about it and believe you. Okay, I <laughs> believe right, you. That happened. Right, okay. Right, right. You you almost died. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. That's why I didn't watch it.
2: Um, but I do I do think he's gonna come back eventually. Not not this year, but um, probably next season. And I don't know. Maybe maybe I think he's gonna be pretty old. So he's gonna be like 35, 36 by that time. Yep. Um, so I don't think he's gonna be a hot commodity. But
0: he could sure be a backup.
2: That, yeah, I'm, I'm sure a team that doesn't have a good quarterback situation will pick him up.
0: Yeah, we will be like Kyler Murray's backup or something. I don't know. Um. Somebody that's not going to get injured and you know throw him back on the field because I I don't want to see that guy's leg get cut off. Uh, it's speaking crazy. of legs, actually, um,
1: hopefully he makes it back in in the, in the league. I mean, I'm still not sure on whether he'll make it back into the, the league after hearing all about that, that's that crazy. surgery. And you know, I you know wish him well. And I hope he can get his life back first and be able to you know live a you know regular normal you know healthy lifestyle before he. Uh, you know, considers coming back to the NFL, but yeah. So sh- shout out to Alex Smith. hopefully you get well soon and be sure quick and speed recovery from your injury. And I uh, hope to see you back on the field one day. Cause yeah, that really like scared me. That that it was pretty devastating and heartbreaking to hear. Yeah. Uh, you know the severity of that. Uh, you know injury and and, and and what he took to just keep the guy
0: alive. So, I don't want him, on the, yeah, don't want him on the field anymore. Sure. I don't want him on the field. Yo, bro, I'm, I'm go... I'm not sure I feel he'll be back. Go be a commentator, man. Right, 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 like, right, right, There's nothing left to prove, right? You're not going to be a Hall of Famer. You're probably not... You're definitely not going to go to a Super Bowl and win it as a starting quarterback. So what are we doing it for, right? I, I think, You love the game I so much, man. Go play flag football somewhere, all right? Um, I, think, I think
2: he's trying to prove um, people like you, Wong,
0: John. I don't care what he's trying to do. You Like... Lives matter, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I mean I, it's I, not that I don't want to see him play. I know he could play. I've seen him. I, I like Alex Smith as a quarterback, but do I want to see people put themselves in a the position where you could permanently, I mean, he's permanently damaged now, but, like, do even more damage to your body, bro? It's kind of like Rob Gronkowski. Like, do you want to get another back injury, dude? Like, that's well, crazy that's to me. You know? I don't know. I think that's, like, not smart.
2: I mean, I think he's working hard to be back, though. If he's back, um
0: why he's going back to Washington? Wish...
2: No, not, not. I mean, he, when he comes back, he'll be with Washington. But I'm sure Washington has other plans. But he'll come back and play for another team, and I wish him the best.
0: Yeah. Um. Speaking of uh, of legs, um, one guy with the big leg. I think we talked about him on one of our podcasts. We we gave him a shout shout out because he has a crazy podcast too. Um, and we wanted him to get a chance. Pat McAfee and Monday Night. They're looking at him for for the commentator. Um, for the the Monday Night Games. Oh, you guys yeah. hear about that?
2: Oh yeah, I did. That's right.
0: Yeah, nah.
2: I did hear about that. Um, I'm a fan of Pat. I yep. watch, he's on YouTube, so I watch a lot of his YouTube videos. Um, He has a good, um, what do you call that? A good character. Like he just...
0: Personality, he's, man.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's pretty animated. He's funny. He tells good stories, good jokes. Though He has good delivery. So I think, I mean, I don't, I don't really care about um the commentators as much, but when you have a good commentator... When you have a really good one, it adds to the game. It does. You know I mean? uh, so it, it does. It makes the game even better. So I think if exactly. we can get him, if they can get him and get him to be the commentator and um, add his personality his personality to Monday night, um, I'll tune it.
0: Yeah. Um, I like watching his podcast, especially when it goes to like his little commercial. He's like, hey, fellas, do you want to have long, sweet? <laughs> like, you know, like, Yo, this, dude's, this dude. <laughs> like, you should be having long, sweet. And like, Yo, this dude, I don't, I don't want to say it on our podcast, you know, what he's talking about. But I think he's we pretty get funny. The idea I think you me. get the idea, you know, um, with the long and sweet stuff. So go Pat, man. I hope he... I don't know. Give him a chance, man. I think he has a personality for it, and I want to be entertained. You know, during during the the timeouts, I want to see somebody boring. I want to see somebody that's gonna say some outrageous stuff. You know, he's that's gonna be limited a little bit because you know it's Monday Night Football and families are watching, so you can't say whatever you want. And I think that's like something a lot of people say. Oh, he's not gonna be able to swear. I'm like, I don't think he needs to swear to actually bring out his personality, right? So good luck to him um uh for
1: sure yeah hopefully he gets that gig yeah i'd love to see him on there yeah you know i'm a big fan of pat mcafee as well and you know love what he does and you know and what he you know could bring to the table you know being the guy if they do give him the position so i think he's more than well qualified to do it and he'd be a great addition i think he could be like a i don't want to say tony Romo 2.0 but I mean, I think that would be funny. Right. I think he'd be a funny Tony. Romo. Right, he'd be a funny version of, of you know of him. Sure. I wonder
0: if he actually like. I don't. Know, I don't want to like disrespect the guys. You know, the punters and stuff. I wonder if they actually like know like the play schemes. You know, uh, the play calls and all that stuff. Because Tony Romo obviously knows all that stuff because he's a quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows coverages. He's read coverages. Um, you know he's familiar with them, so I wonder if Pat is somebody that can like, you know, you're on the goal line, tell us exactly what's about to happen, like Tony Romo does. I don't think anybody can do that. Um, I mean, I think well, I other think, people can do that, but I don't think they've tried to do that.
2: I think Tony is special because he played, he played as a quarterback, so he saw the game in a different way. Yep. But I think as a commentator, you're commentating was at what's happening on the field. I think he's gonna be different than Robo. Instead of instead of predicting what's gonna happen, I think he's just gonna comment on what just happened.
0: Right. Okay. Yep. Um, another NFL news. Uh, NFL plans to release a schedule next week and plan on keeping that schedule for the 2020 season. So whatever schedule they come out with next week, that's going to be it. You know, regardless of what's going on with the coronavirus, um, that's their plan. They plan on going with the schedule they set um, moving forward. Um, other than that, Roger Goodell. Yeah, and the another news thing,
1: John, sorry about this, that your at, they was reading up on that, and they also plan to have, Fans in the stands, too, for their games.
0: Yeah, for I hope it's not, them like, them. as many fans as usual. I hope it's, like, a, a third of the fans or something like that. Or, you know, 25% because I need my social distancing because, you know. Even then,
1: I mean, we still don't know how I don't this, trust the it. thing is going to be in September. Exactly. I We're don't just-
0: trust it. So, like, listen, I need at least two seats between me and the next guy. You know, but
1: what if things are better come September? Though, of course, I'm, all for, football I'm all for it. Let's
0: go, let's get it. You know, right, right, I'm not going go, to the right? games. You know, you guys can test out the Rona theory, you know, before I go anywhere. Oh, well, I'll uh, be there. Yeah, you know, if you catch a Rona, okay, cool. I got you on that. All right, now we yeah, got I'll that set come up. i about back
1: and talk on the podcast and let y'all know
0: how <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, man. In other news, um, the commissioner of the NFL just came out saying that he's reducing his salary to zero. Uh, for the NFL... What is it? Right now? Is it right now? Yeah, or so right now. Okay, Just so... At
2: the moment, yeah. yeah. for for this... For for his contract right now, for this year.
0: Okay, so... What are we saying? He's not... Wait, is it for this year or while this coronavirus stuff is going on?
2: I think it's That's during a... the pandemic, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I'm not... I can't really tell you, but I think it's for the pandemic.
0: Okay. Well, Which that is... guy's is making enough money anyway.
2: Exactly. And also... <laughs> um, that's zero dollars from his actual contract, but he has he has incentives in his contract. He has bonuses, and those he might still collect those.
0: Oh, so he's talking about oh the base salary. Wow. I don't need that right yeah, now, anyway. It's
2: like well, bro. So
1: in other words, he's still making money, but
0: listen, man. I
2: mean, as long as he as long as he achieved those whatever they put in his contract, he might still get them.
0: the incentives and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Right, right. If we if we reach a certain amount of revenue for the year, you get. Here's your little bonus, <laughs> right, you fact. know what I'm saying? But we, I mean, you're you, three, you,
2: you, your three million dollar bonus,
0: right? You Yo. know, but you you go, you guys all seen the draft. That guy don't need no more money. That guy, I think he's he's all set, right? Yeah, he's like, good. He's Gucci, yeah, freaking yeah. looking like a bootleg Mr. Rogers. Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> um, so that that's that with them uh, with the NFL. But I wanted to move on to uh, the NBA. You know, there's not too much happening right now in the NBA, you know, as far as games and stuff like that. But we do have the the Last Dance, to Michael Jordan um, documentary that's been going on. Um, you guys still, still watching? You guys still tuning in?
2: Yeah, I watched episode three and four last Sunday. Yeah, they were really good. That show, I think the guy, the producer of that show, I think he's doing a fabulous job. Yeah. I think he's doing a fabulous job with the timeline. Sometimes he brings you back to um, when the team was first started, and he'll bring you, he'll, he'll bring you back to um, the season, the, the last season. Um, so I think he's just doing a great job. Um, I think my favorite part of the last couple of episodes, obviously, is Dennis Wadman. Mm. Um, him, him taking, like, a week off to go party in Vegas, crazy. But I think the most impressive thing I learned um, throughout the last couple of episodes was how good Dennis Wadman was. He wasn't just any other piece on the team he's actually one of the most critical part of the team for the last couple of um championships that they won yep. and not only that him himself is just a great player he won he won two championships with the pistons before he came um with the before he came to the chicago bulls that is what I men won two championships with the pistons before he came with the chicago bulls and that tells me so that, that's a total of five championships throughout his career that told me he was such a great player, and I saw I've been seeing a couple stats all week about he had like twenty-eight rebounds, zero points, twenty rebounds, zero point games. He just was an unbelievable rebounder. Wait,
0: um, um, was he not there for all six championships?
2: Nah, he was only there for three of them. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. I thought and he was I, there for the six. I, I knew he wasn't there for the first three. I gotta, I gotta,
0: yeah, go back and, and look into that.
2: Yeah, so it was it was very impressive. I learned a lot about Dennis Wadman and what
1: a crazy guy he was, and, um, yeah, yeah. Very. oh uh, yeah, I liked three episodes, three and four, a lot. Uh, they, they were really good, uh, you know, and very entertaining and uh, intriguing episodes. There was certainly a lot of really good, uh, things to take away from those episodes. Uh, the biggest thing I do take away from those episodes were, um, you know, obviously, you know, Dennis Raman, but, uh, Another interesting thing was, uh, you know, his relationship with Phil Jackson mm-hmm. and, you know, with the rest of the team and, you know, how him and Phil Jackson kind of clipped and, you know, and how he was you know, able to, uh, you know, get, you know, was in the best out of Dennis Rodman and and and. And really get the best out of that team, and you know, and also I know what episode four went into more about Phil Jackson and his uh, beliefs of like Buddhism and, and meditation, and, and the certain things that they would do, practice that kind of were related to his Buddhism beliefs and and stuff like that. That was another interesting thing that I thought about episode four, and it showed you know how great of a coach he was, but also how good of like a people person it is, and that he was good with dealing with multiple. Personalities and with different kinds of uh, players and people. You have, you know, a crazy person like Dennis Rodman in that locker room that I'm sure most teams couldn't handle a guy like that. Like, I feel like if he was on pretty much almost any other team than the Bulls, probably would have been an issue and a problem, but the Bulls had a strong enough locker room. Um, You know, led by, you know, Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan and Scott Pippen to be able to control, uh, you know, Dennis Rahman and handle a personality like that. So that was pretty impressive to see that side of, you know, Phil Jackson and just really see how great uh, of a coach, you know, he was and how he was able to keep that team in that locker room together even after um then Ramin not being around and then also Scotty Pippen not being around for the beginning of that season due to him having that uh surgery late and um and totally close to the start of the season so he you know really was very uh you know crucial in keeping and in, in terms of keeping the team insane and uh and, and not really letting you know things get carried away, and, you know, get too um, out of hand. So uh, that that
0: was the thing that I really took away the most from uh, those episodes. Nice for me. I mean, it's a great documentary. A lot of great things going on. Only thing I wish though is um, they actually showed the years that Jordan was getting his ass beat, you know, by by the Pistons and the Celtics. And you know, if if we're gonna do if we're gonna do a documentary, I just want to see everything, you know, like.
1: They did show some of that. They, they, all, they but didn't show enough,
0: it, you know. You um, wanted to see more. Yeah, I wanted to see more. Like, all right, everything wasn't like great, you know what I'm saying? What um,
2: they did.
0: I don't know, man. I, I think they, they didn't. They, they, show- they didn't tell the full story. They're like, they're like making the the Pistons look pretty bad. Um, they're not getting their part of the story in there. Um, I don't know, man. Then again, remember
1: I- who had control of. The footage of this documentary and what exactly on there? Exactly, so there's a so reason like, why they're not showing all of that completely. I
2: also, I also think that the documentary is about Michael Jordan, and they, they're, not, they're never going to show the full picture of the Pistons. I think they showed enough. They showed enough for me to learn that the Pistons were a real monster team. They beat Michael Jordan twice in the playoff, and both time they won the championship and they kick his ass both time. And they also talked about how they had a. I just think Jordan. they
0: didn't do enough.
2: I, I think they did
0: just enough for michael Jordan I read man. um I read this quote from um Isaiah Thomas he's like they changed <laughs> they changed the rules for you so you could dominate they changed the rules for me so I couldn't dominate
1: huh? well
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I'm like mm, that sound that sounds pretty crazy right now it's kind of like Tom Brady-esque. In that in that regard, where you know, tuck rule, let's change the rule. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, he sounds pretty Just fair. like you know what I mean. Just like there's a little parallel there between him and, and the Brady story, although he doesn't have all the scandals. oh he does have some, you know, some gambling stuff going on in his. You know, I want to see I want to see all that stuff too. I don't know. Um, but that's just me. I, I, it's still a great documentary. Um, still got the people's eyes, man. So another another set coming out tonight. Tune in, right? Is it tonight? Yeah,
2: I'm looking. I'm looking it forward. is tonight,
1: episodes 5 and 6 Yeah. Uh, tonight, and I think they talk about on these episodes more about the Dream Team, the 92 Dream Team, and how Isaiah Thomas was kept off that 92 Dream Team roster. Um, and I was just going to say a thing that just came into mind and why I think that they didn't really show that much of the, you know, bad boys' pistons uh, on there was because, you know, obviously I'm sure you guys are aware, but Michael Jordan had beef with the Pistons. Yeah, yeah, those I know. guys hated each other so much. That's why I'm There's questioning it. the point that I think Jordan wanted to limit the footage and the, um, you know, content of, you know, about the Detroit Pistons and what exactly was on there. He, you know, wanted to keep that to a minimum. I didn't think he wanted to put too much, uh, you know, f- footage on, you know, the, the Detroit Pistons just because he, you know, just didn't like like those guys and he hated them with the passion. And you know, and couldn't stand him. Like, even when you hear him talk in the documentary about uh, the Pistons, you can just tell, yeah, he still to this day has, uh, you know, Issues. really the dislike and an issue and a really true hatred and despises those guys. Yeah,
0: Isaiah Thomas should have been on the dream team. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, they um, get
1: more into that tonight. <laughs> Let's um, see, we'll see six, if
0: they do it justice. Let's yep, see We it. shall see tonight. Yes, sir. So, tune in. You know, by the time you hear this, you've probably already seen it. So, hope you enjoy it. Um, other than that, in the NBA, uh, NBA is trying to come back with opening training facilities on March 8th, right? That happened already?
2: No, May 8th. Was that sorry, May 8th or May my,
0: my is agenda? Is that? I don't know. My agenda says um, March 8th for some reason. No, I'm sorry. Um, I'm,
2: that, was my, that was my mistake, May
0: 8th. It's all good. Um, and um, there, there's been a couple things that's being talked about as far as, like, where they should hold the games uh, we got Disney World that, that's coming out and saying that they the NBA could have the use of their facilities and their resorts to house the players. Um, and, you know, Las Vegas came out the other day, too, and told them that we'd give them a whole strip with the resorts and all that so that they can operate and do what they got to do um, as a league. So, um, I don't know, which which place do you guys think is like be- better suitable for the NBA? I think both sides
2: are trouble, I think. Being in Orlando, uh, Florida, um, and you have rookies and you have players out there. As much as you're gonna want to keep those guys in the bubble and not have them go out and interact with other people, I think I think it's gonna be really hard to do that. Same thing in Las Vegas. There's there's so many things going on out there for the guys to just stay inside and not go out. Um, as far as which place is the best, I think Vegas might be the best place just because they have the less the least case of. Um, coronavirus compared to Orlando, Florida. If you're looking at the map of the United States, the whole East Coast is like red, and then when you start moving to the middle of America, to the West Coast, there's less and less coronavirus cases, and because for that reason, I'm going to say Vegas is probably the best um, suitable option for hosting the NBA.
0: Do mm. you have any thoughts on it there?
2: Uh, yeah, I agree with Vlad
1: on that. I think if they are going to have it specifically uh, just one location strictly and um, and have everyone play in the same uh destination i would probably just say that you know vegas would be the best place to do that even though there are uh lots of distractions and you know things you know outside of uh you know the basketball arenas that would be going on obviously I still would much rather have them if they are going to continue the season and have it in one uh destination I would you know rather see them have it in Vegas than uh and you know Orlando because it's you know uh, uh you know safer in terms of the you know pan- pandemic and that's you know where the least amount of uh you know cases are and you know I would just feel like there's also you know facilities and the resources there for the um you know, players to utilize and the um you know, and for for them to start the league again since they already do the summer league in Oh games. yeah, they do that. Right, right. right. That, that's one of the destinations where they have the summer So Because of that I feel like that's a, you know, good sort of um, you know, place and destination where they could have uh, you know, the season resume if they just wanna have the um Know all the teams play in, in, in one place, so that would yeah, be my
0: take. I think I agree with you guys. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I just don't care, man. Just play ball, all right. Um, I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, they have options now, you know. All I know is they have options and just work out the logistics and you know, make make it happen. Um, I'm hearing things like the, the NBA season could start as far back as like December or something like that. I'm like, that is absolutely crazy, yeah, for next but year, yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Um, um
2: before we move on, John, I just wanted to say that um, what what um, so the NBA is trying to open training facilities next. So they they were trying to open training facilities last Friday, May first, and they canceled that. So now they're trying to open May eighth, um, which is next next Friday coming up. Yeah, I think I still think it's too early. I, I think some of the some of the rules that I was reading that they were putting in, they were asking one player on the court at a time, one player on this side, one player on that side. They were going to have a rebounder. The rebounder was going to wear a mask, a glove, something <laughs> <stuff> like that. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, just saying, like, if, if, if the player has to wear that much stuff or the if the players have to do so much to come back, then it's not worth it. If you have to wear that much, be careful that much, then you're taking too much of a risk. I think let's wait. Listen, I want...
0: Wait, 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 back. wait. But what happened to the testing? though? Are they not going to test? Why, why do they have to do that if they're going to test?
2: Well, I think... I think that they don't have... Um, in order to test, they want everybody to be in one area first. So once everybody's in Vegas or once everybody's in Orlando, whichever place they choose to, that's when they're going to start testing. Okay. As of right now, they just want to open training facilities. So like the TD Garden can be open for for the guys to come in and practice or whatever, wherever they practice. Um, but they're, they're giving them so many different rules that they have to follow to do it. I'm like, then it's not worth it. You're doing too much. Um, I think... They should. I I want sports back as much as everybody else, but I want them to do it in a safe way. So I think. Um, next week is gonna be a little too early. Let's wait, and then I don't know, maybe in June when things are better, then we can open up um, training facilities or whatever. That
0: may be. Hey man, I'm all I'm all for you know the player safety and stuff like that. But if you're gonna be putting masks on and stuff like that, then don't do it, bro. I, I, that's just weird. Like you know, um, I can't. See, well, they probably have to put a bag over Rudy Gobert's head or something, cause, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> cause you know. <laughs> Guys are not going to like them so much and I don't know Do you think um with with that right because there's a few players that, that tested positive. Do you think like other players like complain about like not wanting to play with those players cuz remember
2: definitely definitely I think I think players are not going to be comfortable playing until 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 the NBA gets like I don't know 50,000 test kits where they can test players every day, make sure like nobody's getting sick. Some players are going to be like, "Yo, this is too much of a risk."
0: Yo, I've seen them. Um, they actually want 15,000 tests before they start. Exactly. That's yeah, a did, lot of freaking
2: yeah, because yeah, you're gonna test every, you're gonna test for every day. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Honestly, I just wouldn't do it. Like, outrageous. I mean, wow. Like, yeah, I'm starting to think. it's Like, like putting that thing in your nose every day, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. whoa. Bro, God,
2: God. I think I think um I think this test might be a little different. I'm not sure. Yeah, like, different test now. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not gonna speak on that. Um, I just think they're, gonna, they're not gonna test only the players. They're gonna test the cleaning people. They're gonna test the executive. They're gonna test the security guards. It's it's a lot of
0: people to test. That's just way too much. Yeah, too much money, man. That's too much well, money. I, too I much. I think
2: the NBA can afford it. I'm not worried about the money. I just think it's a lot of. Well, effort. I'm thinking
0: about like the money they've lost already with the games being out. You know, they yeah, they'll be they they will be, they will be yeah. all right. They're giant. You know, they don't need a bailout or anything like that. But damn, that's yeah. a lot of testing, man. And I don't know if I'd want to go through that as a player to be getting tested every day or every other day. Um, unless it was like a, a swab thing in the mouth and you freaking move on, I wouldn't want to go through that. You see how far that thing freaking goes down down the back of your nose wherever it goes did i see it i experienced Well, oh that's crazy dude oh yeah that's right they put <laughs> that long <laughs> thing that's crazy they, they put it they, they had me close my
2: eyes in my head back they put it all the way up there and they turn it to like they they turn it to and it burns it burns a little oh, it's, like 10, oh, sec- it's like 10 seconds
0: oh, i can feel that as you're explaining it because i'm like a very oh, yeah. v- visual person like i i couldn't hopefully oh, f- you wouldn't be able to do it i don't even want to talk rona <laughs> when it comes to myself bro like I, I don't i don't want no parts of that right we got to talk about. I know, dude. Speaking of leagues, the, the G League, man, the, the G League is popping, you know? There's, there's players dropping out. I think we talked about this, what, was this the last episode or the episode before that? Yeah, episode episode before 5, that. where we talked about the breakdown? Yep, yep. Um, I, I'm I i don't understand, like, because I see another uh, top prospect going into the league, um, but he's getting paid, like, 300000 Like, how do they determine who's getting what? Is it based on, like, your ranking? Um, On the ranking sheet? Like, what is it? How do they determine? I mean, how do they... They determine how much money an individual gets because I know one kid got $500,000 right and the jail in green. yeah yeah this kid's getting 300000 why like what I
2: think I think it's like any other contract discussion you bring in your agent your agent comes in either make a good case for you or a bad case for you and I think the team itself goes in and like okay you're you're a top prospect but you're not the top prospect so I'm not gonna pay you the whole $500,000 i will pay you 300000 which which is what the team um either um, sees him as and I think it's gonna vary based on player to player because not all players are equal
0: right because exactly. they have, like, the rankings, right? Every year. You know, the top exactly. McDonald's player or whatever. Exactly. Um,
2: it's like the number one pick is going to get paid so much more than, like, the number three pick. Right,
0: people. right. No, I get it. I don't know. I'd be pissed. I need I need me 500000 man. Nah, I'm uh, if you give me,
2: me three hundred right now, well, I'd be so happy.
0: Oh, you would go in? You wouldn't? You'd forego college for three hundred thousand?
2: Right now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: okay, I, think I'd about it. Too, think pounds. about it. Put yourself in the student's shoes.
2: I'm not getting paid a hundred thousand right now, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man, uh, listen, I'm all for it. Get to the bag. Right, right. right. Get um, that coin. Right, right, I don't know. Get, uh, the episode the five, I said, um, you know, it was a win-win for everybody. But like, if more and more prospects are going in, I don't know. I think college basketball might be in a lot of trouble because. The product is just gonna keep coming down. The more kids commit to the G League,
1: right? Especially if these top recruits, you know, all going to this. So G you're league taking program all the best
0: guys, and like, and yeah, and if they just end up saying, yeah, we're just gonna go to this program, go get paid, go get our bread, and and take that
1: year to develop our games and you know and improve and get better and go through that program before we get drafted to the league, right? This is turning into a bigger and bigger issue by the day. But for the NCA, the more and more these prospects go, the NCA. They should be very concerned and very worried about, um, yeah, you know, going? about you know, the players going into this. Program because I feel like this is going to be a much more common trend. More and more guys are going to continue to join this program uh, if they're able to, you know, get a good amount of money and right. still develop there and work on their skills to get themselves ready for the draft the following year. Did you hear on? Um, also,
0: on top of that, players decommitting from the NCAA. The NCAA now is allowing players to profit from their likeness. You guys hear about that one? Yes, I just so like this is like a you know counter move to what's going on. All right, okay, okay. You guys can earn money now. You guys can sell up autograph sessions and right, right. whatever, and you know charity events for money or whatever for yourself, you know outside of game days and stuff like that. I
2: haven't I haven't read up on that, but if they're doing that, that's obviously a counter. That's the counter. But it's a, it's about time. Those guys bring. Way it shouldn't more have money taken
0: in. that long. dude. those,
2: those guys are bringing way more money than those colleges ever done for them. So listen, I think it's about
0: time. Give Reggie Bush back his damn trophy, <laughs> all right? <'Cause laughs> like I'm, for real though. Like yeah. if you're gonna let players start doing that, give that man back his trophy. Cause I ain't never seen man that boy was. Special. That yeah man, when he went when when he won the Heisman yeah yeah. You guys you you guys ever look at at Reggie Bush highlights man? Oh, yeah, Shout I out to Reggie. Dude. Yeah, and yeah. Dude was a problem. I seen this girl post a Instagram the other day too. She bad, you know so
1: shy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she is. I believe it. Shout
0: outs to him. Yeah, I don't um, know who this girl is, but I don't know her either. Is, but it looked I mean, good to me. Right,
1: right, facts. It looked right, good to right, me. I definitely take your word for that. I believe
0: it. Um, you know, before we leave, we leave. Um, I mean, good luck to the NCAA man. I still. Wanna see college basketball be a thing, I still want to see a good product. Just be fair. You know, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Just be fair to the to the player, you know. Um, if you're making money off their likeness, they should be able to make money too. You know, maybe if they're you know selling more jerseys than than, than anything, those kids get a cut of that too. Cause that's not fair. That's my name on the jersey. You know, can you imagine like how many jerseys Zion Williamson sold since high school? You don't see that money. You don't see none of that money, and I think that's unfair. So I'm all for I'm all for the kids um getting their money, man. Before we leave um the NBA, congratulations to um one of the Celtics players. He finally got a goddamn basketball hoop. Buy Thank the, you. you know, I saw that they posted the picture. Yeah. You know, so congrats to him. Get get your dang shots up before the season comes back on. Right, if it comes nice. back because we 'cause we're gonna need it. Other than that, we're gonna shift into the M L B. It's hoping to be back in late June. You guys hear about that? Yes, I basically <laughs> heard about it. Yeah. So they, they wanna come back in late June but they wanna do like eighty to hundred game season. Um the World Series would be in November or December. Um that's really late. Yeah and they're gonna like shrink down to Shrink down the amount of parks they plan, so like up to um twenty ballparks that they plan, in, oh, okay. um instead of all of them, mm-hmm. uh in the season. The season wouldn't start with fans, right? No,
2: nah, they would start without fans. Without they, they, fans. Would, they, right, they would right, start right. without fans.
0: Yeah, um, no fans in attendance. Yeah, and they're even going as far as, like, changing their geographical division, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. The, they, they would have three divisions, the East, Central, and West division. Mm-hmm. So each division would have 10 teams. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. I don't know. I think um I MLB is one of those leagues that actually needs to shake things up anyway. I don't even think it has to do with the coronavirus. It's like, you guys should have been working on a way to change the game a long time ago. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like like get more innovative like you see football it hasn't it's not played like it was played you know not even 10 years ago it keeps it keeps changing basketball you can't even breathe on these guys and they travel I see more travels than anything like I see more travels in NBA games than I see in pick up YMCA games it's, it's kind of crazy um, so the game's changing and I think baseball y'all should have been did that man you know um, load, load up the bats or something let's see more home runs I don't care I don't care you know what I mean like if if everybody got the loaded bats let's see who's the best with the loaded bats like <laughs> I don't give a damn you know if
2: y'all want to see more long balls Jeff. more home runs what just to chime in on that I think the MLB is looking at looking to do the right thing I think you know late June is the, the best case in all year and coming back and starting the season without fan. I think is the right again that's another right decision yep. um, don't, don't try to bullshit um, I think um, unlike the other leagues like the NFL and the NHL like those leagues has already started and they have to stop yep. um, the MLB is trying to start its season unfortunately so I think um, I think um, eighty to hundred games is is is, is going to be even better because the uh, the baseball season is already too long. Yeah, um, one hundred
0: sixty-two is way too long. Yeah, then. exactly.
2: So right, fine. right. No but need to I, play that Eighty to one hundred. is right.
0: around the you know the um basketball. Flat, you yeah. know.
2: We're eighty-two for basketball. Right? It's right around
0: there. Like shorten your season. You don't need to do all this. Yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, we'll see what they do. Hopefully, they can get this going by late
0: June. Right, and that probably would also like help with injuries and stuff because these guys with the tommy john surgeries every single year dude like you think like i mean granted they don't play every single game but it's just like less games they could be out there throwing at 100 miles per hour like that has an effect on people man you know yeah, so no, sure. um, i'm glad they're doing that too you know vlad is a neighborhood engineer so you you're you're the health guy you let <laughs> us know you know so shout out shout outs to the mlb you know, um Yeah, but doing but, that, I'm
1: with that too. I like that. Yeah,
0: like you were saying, um the NHL is they have a, a plan set. Well they have a set plan too, right? Um yeah. they plan to resume in small group activities by the end of May. Yeah,
2: so yeah, they have a they have a four phase plan, phase one, which they're in right now, which is just quarantine. Phase two is small group activities and they're hoping that this will start so at the end of May, but most likely beginning of June, mm-hmm. um, and then once the travel restrictions lifted, they're gonna try to get teams to a couple of areas that they designate for um, to play. I yep. don't know exactly what that's gonna be yet. Um, they talk about Minnesota, and it's, I forgot they talk about some somewhere else as well. But Minnesota the one I remembered. And then once the travel bin is lifted, and that all the players can go to a couple of central localized area, then phase four will be to start playing games. Okay. I think one thing, one thing they're struggling with right now is players traveling from Canada to the US, which is not allowed yet. Yeah. So that's gonna be a big, that's gonna be a big piece of them coming back. Uh, but you know they have a four phase plan of coming back. Hey man. And hopefully, hopefully they do. Just just drop, just NBA drop
0: the Maple Leafs and Vancouver. We don't. Boston don't care about those guys. Uh. You know. Maybe Leafs I mean, in I mean,
1: Vancouver can them, stay right.
0: home. You know in the, the Canadian Canadians school, the they can all stay home. You
1: know that to get
2: the league started, they're gonna
0: they're gonna need them. So Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's good. Um I hope. I, I mean I can't wait to get these things back on. Even hockey, man, I just wanna see something. I just right, wanna right. read the news and see some highlights about something. Right. You know right. that's what it comes down to me.
1: Exactly. Bring the sports back, please, in whatever capacity, shape, form the uh, way you have to do it. Bring it back SAP please. Yeah, I mean, I need to see some legit highlights and some live hits. game actions and some actual sports ha- happening that haven't happened already previously years ago. So yeah, yeah. So bring it back, please, in whatever way you have to do it.
0: Yeah, man. Now on to uh, the MLS. Um, they've made some announcements as well. You know, all these leagues are trying to get ready to um, roll out their seasons and giving us their, their plans moving forward. The MLS um, announces that on May 1st, that players can have individual workout at outdoor team facilities. Vlad, I know you pay attention to that one. So what's going on with them? Yeah.
2: So I'll take the soccer segment away. So MLS, basically, they announced that players can have individual activities at outdoor team facilities, which is weird because one, So they're basically saying one player can go out there and practice. Which... Are you gonna practice by yourself? And also, what if what if three other players want to practice as well? So I think I think the MLS is kind of premature with that. I don't think um, players. I don't think players should be coming back right now. I think just like the NHL is doing, wait wait till June to for players to um, come back because that's gonna give the corner more time to go away. I think they should wait till June.
1: Right. A um,
2: mm-hmm. couple couple other things I want to touch on the Eredivisie um, um, league, which is the Netherlands league, cancel their season. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a that's a big deal because so many other leagues are trying to figure out if they should cancel their season or if they should keep playing, especially the Premier League. Group, um, Liverpool is leading the Premier League and they haven't won the Premier League in, I don't know, 20 years, if not more. Um, and I think they're trying to see if they should cancel the season or if they should like um, quantum champions. So I think the Eredivisie closing is sort of putting pressure on Liverpool and the Premier League to decide what to do. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on: League, League One, which is the French League, declared PSG champion. So they they basically ended their season, and they're saying that um whoever was on top um at the end of the season won the league. So I think I think there's two different leagues. One league shut down totally one league crown um one team a champion. So I think right now the other team the other leagues are trying to um analyze what to do. Should they crown a champion or should they cancel the whole season? So I think I think there's a lot happening there in those um the top five leagues, um the top five European leagues. Um and we'll be looking I'll be looking into that and I'll be bringing that news to you guys.
0: Yeah man, thanks. Um thank hey, you Vlad. appreciate it. That's kinda crazy though. It is. That that other leagues are crowning champions i don't know how i'd feel about that as like a player like we we didn't really i mean i guess we had the best record i guess you know yeah, in, in theory we could have beat everybody but like we didn't do it you know what i'm saying like right, right. i don't know how i'd feel as a player to like just get a ring you know like we didn't do nothing for this you know it's just think, not the same
2: yeah exactly yeah, i think some players are for it some players want yeah new-
0: old players that just want a ring like Right, bro, bro right, right. like, you didn't... I mean, you were gonna be on the bench anyway, so it doesn't matter, <laughs> right, you know? Right. Like, can you imagine if they just, like, crowned Gian- Giannis, like, a championship because they had the best record? You'd be like, nah. nah. he didn't win that. You know, he wouldn't... Right, right. He wouldn't even be for that, you know? LeBron wouldn't be like... Mm, nah, nah, I don't want that, bro. Because I don't a- want that on my legacy anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you didn't even win one of your champions. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine the argument, you know, for, for years coming on with a league like the NBA... Oh, yeah, except for the 2020 season. Like, your franchise didn't do anything. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
2: That'd be like an asterisk on that season. There's definitely Facts. an asterisk. So, Facts. I I don't, I wouldn't want to
0: see that. If, if they're going to do anything, just cancel the season. If they're going to do anything. You know, other than that, start the season and, you know, just make sure the players are safe. That's it. If it's not too outrageous they play, play the season, if it is, then don't. You know, like, we can... Facts. I mean, this year already sucks already. So, like,
1: right.
0: you know, without sports, it's going to suck some more. But, like, as long as people are... um. You know healthy man and excuse the background because there's a damn fire truck going on around oh, here God. um <laughs> and, and some kids you know running around on, ba- on on skateboards and stuff so um i mean i think that's that's what i got for now you guys have anything else y'all wanted to add on
1: set. no that's pretty much it and no, i agree with all those points There'll yeah man good, valid points there so yeah, yeah no, that's about it for me
0: yeah so we um this is episode seven man you know so if you stayed on and you listened throughout this whole episode, thank you so much yeah, again. We appreciate, we appreciate you. You. Yes. you know, um, if you're new to this, thank you for for listening. Thank you for following us. Um, we're on social media: ProFans underscore Sports um, on uh, Gmail, Twitter, ProFans, uh, Facebook, ProFans Sports, uh, Twitter, ProFans uh, Sports also. Um, and if you wanna. Email us, profansports1 at gmail.com. Other than that, you know, you can catch us every week on the airwaves. Catch us up on the social media. Get connected. Hopefully, sports will be back on soon, man. Pro Fan Sports podcast where the fans of the pros go. Yo, fellas, have a good one, man. I'll see you guys next week.
1: Right, um, Sounds see, see you guys. Yeah. See you next week.
0: All right, brothers.